And today on the podcast, we've got Michael from Celebrity Cruises. So welcome to the podcast, Michael. Hey, thanks for having me. You're very, very welcome. I think Celebrity Cruises is one of those kind of big names that lots of people have heard of. But we want to find out a little bit more from the horse's mouths. What separates Celebrity Cruises from some of the other cruise lines? Wow, it's a big question because a lot of people say to us that have never cruised before, it's their celebrities on board. <laughs> we like to treat, you know, and we like to treat everybody as if they're a celebrity. But I'd say what separates us is definitely we have our brand pillows that we, everything we do is really focused on brand pillows. And some of them being, well, I'll just give you a couple to talk about, be our design on board our ship. So our design on board our ship is it's sea facing. So we have lots of floor to ceiling glass really connecting with the sea, which may sound a bit crazy when you say that because it's a ship at sea. But there is a lot of ships that are built with not a lot of outward facing restaurants and open spaces so you can that's when people say oh i could feel a bit claustrophobic on cruise so it's definitely our design we use amazing designers so i think the ones we'd be familiar with in the uk is kelly hoppen so kelly hoppen designs all of our interiors so beautiful colorings of the staterooms and all of the public areas even down to our crew areas as well so i'd say definitely design i think when people go on our ships they are wowed by the design on board, the artwork on board, everything, you know, the attention to detail is second to none. Also, I would definitely say for foodies, we are really up on our culinary experience when on board celebrity cruises. So if that's from the buffet restaurant, our Ocean View, which you can dine around the world every day, all day if you wish, or if it's down to our speciality restaurants where we have Le Petit Chef on board, which is a 4D animation show dinner, which is fantastic and it's the only one at sea and actually i think there's only one restaurant does this 4d animation it's in london so to have it at sea it's that kind of bucket list things to do whilst you're at sea so then people are looking for the experiences of our culinary experience we have a michelin starred chef cornelius gallagher which is our michelin star guide for everything that we do with our food obviously what goes well with food is wine so we have the most wine at sea and we have a wine tower in our main dining restaurant on our solstice class ships that holds around 1800 different bottles of wine. So if you like your food and you like your wine, we have the more sommeliers at sea than any other cruise line as well. So we will pair the wine with your dinner and with each course. And, you know, if you do a drink package, like all of that's included in. So is a real culinary experience when you are on board every meal is different so i'd say culinary design and the destinations as well so although it's a cruise ship and you think well i'm going to all these different destinations what we do as a brand is we try and get you into the port as early as possible and leave as late as possible so you can really experience and go further into that destination and one thing that we do at celebrity cruises do this worldwide is we do overnight stays so you could be in places like Copenhagen or Iceland in Reykjavik and we overnight we stay there overnight. So what that means is, you'll agree, if you go on a city break, like Ibiza town is very different in the day to what it is at night time. So it's great. <laughs> it definitely is. And also in Reykjavik, you know, you can stay and hopefully see the northern lights at night time. So we do about connecting with the destination. So definitely our destination offering as well. Yeah, I think sometimes with the cruise ships, you, it's a bit of a 
in and out within within a couple of hours. And I think that's why sometimes sort of more seasoned cruisers don't bother getting off at certain point ports because yeah. it's not kind of really, really neat. But if you're going to be in there and you're going to have that whole day to go up and explore and even an overnight as well, then to go do a, a Reykjavik, a couple of nights stay there, it's not a cheap thing to do. So if you do no. it as part of a cruise, you are hitting off quite a few sort of different cities and different ports in each one. Yeah, and, and you're getting like all your food and your drinks included when you're on the ship. So it's a great place that you can just go back to, have dinner, then get changed and go out and have a, an evening stroll in somewhere different. So it's a great, like what you just said, it's like a city break within your main holiday. Yeah, I think like going around the Norwegian fjords, Norway is a very expensive place to, to eat and drink. Yes. So I think it's, amazing, it's brilliant that you can go and explore during the day and then get back to the ship and have your wine and your, and your dinner uh, all served to you and not have to pay the quite expensive price. Well, I think the last time I was in Norway, someone went into McDonald's and it was about £12 for a McDonald's meal, which kind of just gives you yeah. like the basic guide to how much things cost yeah. over there. So being able to go back to the ship is just kind of wonderful. I completely agree with what you were saying about the design is I've been on cruise ships before where you don't necessarily even know you're on a cruise ship because it's so it's so indoors, it's so inside. Yeah. Whereas one, you know, you do want to be out at sea. Now I personally, from a cabin, I usually go inside. Main reason for that is because where I sleep at home, it's in complete darkness. And I find that even if I'm in a hotel or, or on a cruise ship where it's got curtains, they don't quite block out the, the yeah. sun for me because I sleep in complete darkness. So that's the only reason I take an in, inside cabin. But apart from that, I would be out all the time, out on the decks. Or if you want to be in a restaurant, you do want to see that you're in sea. You don't want to be looking at a wall. Oh. Absolutely. And what we have on our newer design ship, so Edge Series of ship, we've actually got outside dining as well in a few of our restaurants. So our speciality restaurant, Raw 15, which is our sushi restaurant, they, that has outside dining. We've also got outside dining at our Eden Cafe. We've also got outside dining at the Ocean View Cafe. So again, whilst you've got a beautiful plate of food in front of you, you're actually sitting out seeing where you're actually sailing to and getting the experience of being on a cruise ship. Yeah, I don't know if you ever watched it. Was Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon did a TV show called The Trip Around and it was there was ones around Greece and there was ones around Italy. And I was always amazed at how expensive their meals are because they were always sat in the sea. And you'd be paying yes. sort of a... 110 euros each for a meal or something like that and you go yeah you can do this as part of your cruise you can sit at sea and you can be right at sea and also it's going past you as well and see i've been on cruise ships before where you know you can see dolphins yeah so touching on that so the if you're talking on greece and if you anyone that's ever been to santorini or would like to go to santorini it's probably one of the most instagrammable places is the sunset in santorini so if you sail into Santorini with celebrity cruises, we actually stay till half past 10 in the evening. So you can actually see the sunset from the cruise ship. Now that is like best Instagrammable picture moment ever on any cruise ship. And that's the, again, like going back to what I said before, connecting with the destination is, that is such a key thing for anyone that wants to go to Santorini. We thought, well, why should we leave five o'clock when we can leave at half past 10? And give people that amazing best seat in the house watching the sunset in Santorini. I think you'd be pretty annoyed if you'd been out all day in Santorini and then you completely missed the sunset. I think 
Yeah. It's almost like not going there really, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It's such a key point of going. But I just, you can see all them people in the hills of Oya watching the sunset, looking down on our ship thinking, I wish I was on that because that is definitely the best seat in the house for, for this for this sunset. Yeah. And it's fantastic. You get to go to all these amazing places. I think it's about 300 different ports you go to. So Correct. it is sort of something for, for, for anyone because I think a lot of times when people think of cruising, they think of Caribbean, Mediterranean, Norwegian fjords. But then you also yeah. got ones, for example, you can go around the Galapagos. Yeah, we have three ships in the Galapagos. One is a 14-seater catamaran, so perfect for families or if anybody's wanting to do like a small bespoke business trip. A lot of people do that. We have one that holds 44 passengers, and then we have our beautiful Celebrity Flora that was introduced in 2021. So this ship, Celebrity Flora, was built just for the Galapagos, so she will go nowhere else, and it's unique to the Galapagos that the ship doesn't even have an anchor. Oh, wow. That won't harm the seabed. Oh, so wow. it's all done by Sober. Very clever how the ship stays still. But it's how it does it. Purposely, because this ship was being built, and it holds 100 people. It's 50 suites only. And to compare us versus other cruise lines in the Galapagos, where other cruise lines in the Galapagos will have like a beauty spa and a hairdresser on board, we actually have a science lab on board in that space. Yeah. So customers that are on board can see our our team on board, mapping the seabed, checking the sea temperature, and all of this data that we collect goes back to versities in the state, so we can you know, monitor the, the temperature dot drops, the, the mapping of the sea floor. So it's really, really exciting. Yeah, we do Galapagos, we do Antarctica. We've actually just got some sailings that are going out this week in Antarctica. We do, like I said before, Iceland. We're the only cruise ship that sails around the whole of Iceland, not just going to Reykjavik and back. Yeah. You know, so it is fantastic. And we've got ships that go all the way down to Australia, you know, Hobart. And what's the place at the bottom of Australia? Tasmania. Tasmania, yes. (laughs) Tasmania, yeah. New Zealand. And then we do Hawaii as well. So with us, you really can touch every corner of the world. Yeah, And and South America as well is is quite a popular way of going to South America. Because I think there's places that I've always wanted to go to, but it's we don't really, as Brits, kind of know it that well, especially starting to get around. So to be able to get onto a cruise ship, you can go to, you know, to, go to Rio, go to finish in Buenos Aires, and have this amazing experience where you're going to go and see these different parts of South America without kind of having to take a lot of in- internal flights because, you see, South America is a pretty big place. It's the same as well with Asia. Mm. A lot of people want to go to these destinations. But they want the, the security of going back to a ship this is going to sound really mad when i say this but we have a lot of people that will book to go around asia or south america because they know what food they're going to get offered when they're on board the ship they might not necessarily want to fully immerse themselves in the destination that they're going to and eat asian food for two weeks but going back to a ship every night we're going to take you to all of them postcard points points that you want to go to and then you know what you're going back to, going back to your home comforts. You've only unpacked once. You're not living out of the suitcase. You know, it's it's a real great way to see the world. I think you've got hit the nail on the head, actually, is if you were traveling around Asia, for example, you'd be packing your bag every three days. You'd be spending an hour getting to the airport, an hour getting through yeah. customs. Then you've got to get on the fly, and then you've got to sit around, and then you've got to get picked up again, and you've got to unpack and everything like that. And then... 
by the time you've actually got anywhere, unless you take an overnight, yeah, I can't sleep on planes, then you could be quite tired actually by the time you get to there. Whereas you can be yeah. waking up nice and refreshed. You've had your had your orange juice in the morning. You've had your cereal. You had yeah. your breakfast, and you go for go and explore these amazing places. And then the next, then you come back on board, and the next day you go and find somewhere else to go and explore. Oh, so it's perfect. It's the perfect way to travel, and you know you're getting world class entertainment on all of our ships, and you know there's lots going on. It's, it is amazing to wake up in a new destination every day. And obviously, you went. You wouldn't see where you woke up every morning because you're staying in an inside state. If you have to <laughs> go and have a look on deck, but if you do have a balcony stateroom, which 85% of our staterooms are balcony or outside, then it is great. It is that excitement of waking up in the morning, opening the curtains to kind of see where you are. Yeah, I can imagine if you were docking right in the middle of a city. Yeah. Just seeing that waking up and suddenly going, wow, we're in Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we're in Tokyo. Yeah. And been able to see that straight from 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 your bedroom yeah. window. It's an ever changing bedroom, really, where he isn't it? Well, hopefully you enjoyed that podcast. That was just a little bonus one that we clipped out of our main podcast that we did with Michael, and you can find that wherever you found this podcast from. Um, if you found that useful, please leave us a review or rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you want one of us to help you find your dream cruise, please get in touch with us at rocktheboat.travel. That's rock the boat, all one word, dot travel. Thank you much and save sailing.